You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now, how to succeed when you're in charge. Today, we have a fun episode. I can't even remember how I came, thought of the topic. I don't know if I was dealing with one or or if I thought I was being one, but we're going to talk all about signs you might be a micromanager and some tips on how to cut that shit out. Um, nobody wants to work for a micromanager. We really don't. I actually would venture to argue that the majority of micromanagers aren't intending to be one. They just, I don't know, are so not aware of their actions, but we're going to dive into all of that today. Um, we're going to really talk about, you know, what a micromanager is, habits micromanagers have, and how you can start to maybe stop being one or stop doing some of those annoying habits. And so a micromanager is somebody who pays too much attention to the small details, often making it difficult for employees and colleagues to do their jobs. They have an intense need for, well, I don't know if I would say they have an intense need for control. Um, sometimes it's they have a, a need for control over every aspect of the work process from assigning tasks to setting deadlines to monitoring progress and, you know, every minute now, I think some micromanagers have that need for control. I also think, like I said, some micromanagers just don't have a process for knowing that the work has been appropriately assigned and communicated. They don't have a process for checking in on how things are going on their own um, and how to monitor it. And so some of it's like process driven, others is like control driven, but regardless, at the end of the day, they both have the same impact, right? They both are a situation where your team feels like you're hovering and you won't give them any space or they're afraid to make any sort of mistake and take action. And then what that does is it creates a world where you just got yourself a shit ton more work because you are requiring everything to be ran by you first so that your to-do list is going up instead of going down. And that's the whole reason why you, you hired people in the first place, right? So, you know, here are some signs <laughs> that point to you potentially being a micromanager. Um, and so one of them is you're constantly checking in. You know, micromanagers tend to check in frequently with their team members, often multiple times a day in multiple different mediums. And it goes in like frantic waves. Like you get on, oh my gosh, I've had, I, I can speak from experience. I've had managers who like, I can tell they're on a kick one day because um, they're, they're annoyed of something that, you know, I'm in HR. So um, the example I can have is like, a former boss of mine was so irritated about people not requesting time off appropriately that one day I got countless slacks of, Hey, why is so-and-so not here today? Why is so-and-so not here today? Why is, and then like five minutes later, why is this not on the calendar? And it was just like this barrage of questions about something. And I was like, Ooh, she's really upset about this. Okay. Let's go talk about it. Right. Um, that was a form of micromanaging, I, I guess a version of it in a, a slightly different context, but one that I remember very much. Thankfully I would just walk over to her and be like, Hey, 
seems like you're a little frustrated about this. Let's talk about it, right? Um, but not everybody has the, well, if you just listened to a previous episode, hopefully you have learned that you can ask those questions because you've learned how to man, um, manage up. Anyways, constantly checking in. If that's you, multiple times a day, many different mediums, like maybe you Slack somebody and then you email them and then you you tag them in a comment in the project management software and then you send them an email and then you tag them in a Google Doc, like over the fuck whelming. Stop doing that. Like you're constantly checking in. And then another habit is maybe you're, you know, really getting into the minutia of how to do something, like you're dictating how they should be done. Little things that honestly, people on your team probably will figure out a better way to do than you did. But instead of allowing them to do it on their own and use their own judgment and creativity on how to do something, you're telling them exactly play by play how to do something. Now, sometimes some tasks require that, but not every single one. Um, And by doing that, it can lead to a lack of motivation, engagement, and just like they get to the point where they're like, stop being creative and, and problem solvers, right? Because they know it won't matter anyways. So focusing on all the little tasks. And then there's also focusing on the small details. So like micromanagers often get bogged down in small details and lose sight of the bigger picture. And that can cause delays in project completion and frustrate team members who just want to make progress. So like maybe some small detail that you are hung up on does matter, but maybe it can be like fixed later on in the process and you can just get over it for now so that the team can make progress on something. Or maybe that small detail really doesn't matter that much and you just got to let it go. Um, So focusing on the small details is definitely a sign that you are a micromanager. If you're reluctant to delegate, that's also a sign. So Perhaps you don't want to delegate tasks to others because you feel like they're not going to be done correctly. Um, That obviously leads to burnout for you and a lack of development opportunity for your team member. So allowing people to fail, the majority of the people listening to the show are not, who knows, maybe I have heart surgeons or or brain surgeons who listen, I doubt it, but um, the majority of you listening to the show are not doing anything that is life or death. So you know, allowing people to make mistakes is probably most likely okay. So allow, like allow them to. Um, and honestly, they probably aren't even going to make the mistake anyways, but you have no idea because you haven't delegated to them because you're afraid of that. And then there's going to be a lot of times when you're coming across as a micromanager and you don't even realize it. And like I said, I think that's the bulk, right? It's the perception. Um, it's the perception of it. Um, and you just gotta set up, I mean, the best way to get out of that trap is to have some really solid project management tools and asynchronous work tools that you can go to, to check in on status of things on your own without asking somebody, which is really what you would prefer to do anyways. If you think about it, you don't want to be checking in with somebody every five minutes about something. And so if you do have a way that you can just check that stuff on your own, it's way better. And honestly, um, if you've set these processes up and you're not using them because you just, you know, transitioning to a new system or way of doing something is hard, like shame on you, get to it, start using the tools that you set up for your team to be successful. So doing all of the things that I just mentioned can lead to a lot of different things. 
one of which is a lack of trust. You know, micromanagers, well, I guess it creates, a, it doesn't lead, it it creates a few problems within the organization, I guess is a better way to put it. So, you know, it creates a lack of trust um, in team members and it, doing the this lack of trust then can create a toxic work environment. Like employees feel like they're not trusted or valued or like they don't have a say. You know, it's it's not a great environment. People don't like working in that environment. They're afraid to make mistakes. Also, like your stuff just stops getting done. Like you're not making progress on your task. You're not like growing the business. Like stuff's just not getting done the way that it should. Um, your Like I said, your list gets longer because you have to oversee everything. Like those are all a lot of problems and your team is not being developed and they're not growing and they're not getting better at stuff um, because you are being a hovering micromanager. So if you've identified yourself in any of those things and be really honest, and if you really want to be honest, ask your team. Now, if you're a micromanager, they're probably not going to tell you are because at the end of the day, you control their paycheck and so they're not going to be honest, but it's worth a shot. Um, if you've created a culture of, of, of honest feedback, you've probably, I would imagine your team has tried to tell you that you're a micromanager without coming out and labeling you as that. So um, give it a whirl. You can ask for feedback if you're not sure, but it, get real honest. You know, Are you constantly checking in with people? Are you micromanaging tasks? Are you focusing on the small details that really don't matter? Are you, you know, worried and, and not delegating to people? You know, those are all things that, um, those are all the habits. So reflect on those. And so the first thing, like anything, is to become aware of your behavior. So take a step, step back, observe how you respond to your team, consider if you have, you know, what where you can improve, where you could change, try to delegate as much as you can, give others a chance to show that they can do stuff with minimal supervision, let them fail, give them feedback. And then set expectations for yourself and your team. You know, you're probably a micromanager because you are a perfectionist and that's a hard trait to get rid of. It's also an unachievable standard and it only increases your stress. And so instead of striving for perfection, like aim for excellence, aim for completion, done is better than perfect, whatever it is that you can say, um, you're going to get a lot further when you have that. And then once you've kind of identified if you are or not and taken some steps to do it, some other things that you can do is create feedback loops, um, figure out ways to have a, autonomous workflows. So project man, a very like transparent autonomous workflows. So work and shared documents, Try to make everything accessible to anybody at all time. Obviously, there's going to be some confidential information that can't be, but like instead of operating in an environment where you're working on a PowerPoint deck and you have to email it to somebody else to complete it, like can you have a shared document so you can work on it together? Can you have a project management process where everybody is putting comments and updates regularly? Like there's a lot of different workflows that you can create. Um, you can, you know, have your emails or your, your Slack messages sent at certain times of the day instead of, you know, right away in the morning or after work hours. Like there's a lot of different things that you can do. 
And then I want to take a second before we wrap up just to, to address like if how to handle a micromanaging boss. So if you're listening to the show and you're like, great, how do I get my boss to listen to this podcast episode here? I don't know if that's going to work, but here are some other things that you can do um, and some several steps you can take to, to try to make the situation a little bit better. Um, the first is just to, you know, I talk about this a lot on the show, be patient understanding, assume positive intent, acknowledge that, you know, the way they're being is likely coming from a dip, some place. It's not about you, right? It's about something going on and, and ask them, you know, what you can do to make it better. Like come up with new ways to report stuff to them, show them how they can get the information they often look for on their own, like create those tools and be like, Hey, I know that you always want to know this. I created this process so that you can check it on your own and get a real time update at any moment. You know, a micromanager boss is probably going to really like that. Right. And it gets them a little bit off of your back. Um, so you can kind of create some of those processes for them. Um, make sure you're communicating regularly. So, um, that they know you're on top of tasks. So if you don't have a way to like, set up a, a online workflow that shows that, um, in this, in the tool say, Hey, you know what? And because I know that you're really, you know, you really care about this every, at the end of every day, I'm going to send you an email highlighting blah, blah, blah. Or at the end of the week, I'm going to give you an update on blah, 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 blah. Right. So like just set some, some, some clear bound, like boundaries. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, set up some some ways so that you can be proactive in their communication. And like I said, do not take it personally. Use it as a chance to like learn how to better manage yourself, work with other people and, and your time. And um, just the more you can like help be a little bit more proactive and give them what you, you know what they're going to ask for. And so the more proactive you can be, the better. And if you do have a good relationship with them, pull them aside and don't say you're micromanaging me. Say, when you do the X, Y, Z, it is not helping the team because it does X, Y, Z. Like be very clear and then like get a commitment from them to like change the behavior. So be like, can we try doing blah, 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 blah. Are you willing to let me try for like 30 days? And if they say, yeah, and you'll be like, okay, do I have permission to call you out in the moment if you're doing something that if you're like going back to old behaviors and if they say, yeah, which most bosses will, then do it right in a kind way. So like ask to try something new, a new way of working, ask for their permission to like call them out on it and then do it and see how it goes. Right. The, the best way is just make them aware of the behaviors and help them develop new tactics to, to overcome them. So Hopefully this has helped you stop being a micromanager and figure out how to help navigate if you are working for a micromanager. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk with you again very, very soon. Your business needs strategic people leadership much earlier than you think. And lucky for you over at People Principles, we've got you covered. We have launched some fractional head of people services where you can get 
a fractional head of people for a monthly retainer to help support you in managing the people side of your business. Perhaps you need more intense stuff where maybe you need some processes built out from scratch. You need to implement a performance review process, a handbook, a employee feedback survey. There's so many different things that you need. Well, I guess not so many, eight core things you need in your business, and we can build that out for you. So go check out our fractional head of HR and people operations services at peopleprinciples.co.